the Mess It Up Podcast, where we take your mess and turn it into a message. And now, here's the Bowtie Guy. Well, this is the Mess It Up Podcast once again, and it is show number 103. Uh, I'm the Bowtie Guy, and I am here with my uh, darling wife, listener Bev, from California in Tennessee. And uh, last week, we were able to bring you the story of Betty Keegan and her uh, mess when she had a stroke and the miracle of her recovery from that. And uh, tonight, uh, just about an hour ago, uh, she uh, transitioned to her new home in heaven. And um, we just thought we would, uh, we'd, we'd make a show for you tonight because the show comes out tomorrow morning. Last night I was sitting in her closet recording a show with some people in San Diego and I went to go edit it this morning and it was just my voice, no voices from San Diego. And I thought, oh no, well, what do we do? And we knew mom was in her last days, her last hours. And uh, I just thought, you know what? I'm just gonna just gonna share a life well lived yeah. uh, from Betty Keegan. And, and talking about messes and messages, um, her life is a message to everybody, but to me, uh, but I don't know anybody who's known her who hasn't been touched by her in a way that is profound. So uh, that's what we're going to talk about today is just um, lives and how we do this. And and my word of the week, I thought, well, what am I going to do for a word of the week on the day that my, you know, one of my favorite people ever uh, passes on into glory? And the word I chose for this week is rollick. And uh, I chose that word on purpose because I want people to know that, you know, yeah, we're sad because we're not going to be with her, but we are happy because she's in heaven. And, and Rollick, if we look it up on Google here, it says to act or behave in a jovial and <laughs> exuberant fashion. And oh my word, I just can't imagine how this lady is dancing with Jesus on knees that don't need to have knee replacement and and with no fear, with yeah. no nothing. It's just joy. And she has been struggling for so long these last few weeks. Just uh, I don't know if struggle is the right word, but she's been she's been fighting, and we didn't know why. And I was mad at God last week. And I had some words with God when I was laying up with her at night and, and just holding her hand all night long and saying, God, please take this woman home. Why aren't you? And we didn't know. And 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 we just couldn't figure out why she couldn't just release herself from the bonds that bind her here in, in on earth and go to glory because she said, I want to go to heaven. I want to be with Jesus. I'm ready. And still, she didn't go. And listening to her fighting for breath and, and just fading before our eyes slowly was so agonizing. And um, we had a family member come uh, tonight, at uh, landed at the airport, flew through all of the, the, the COVID-19 scare and, and, and shutdowns of things. And we watched airplanes that had their flights be canceled and uh, that family member showed up tonight at, at 6.45 and uh, came and saw Grandma probably at about 8 o'clock. 
and uh, and 11:44 she was gone, mm-hmm. and um, and in, like I said, it was it was a sad, it was a somber moment, but it was it was so joyful. So what I want to do is I just want to talk a little bit about the joyfulness in in her passing, and then have Bev just share some of the stuff that that we know about this wonderful woman that made her life such a huge message. Um, so, uh, you know, as always, you, you can find us on, on social media. If you've got something that you want to share about a loved one who has gone on before you, I would love to see those stories. If you'd share them with us on Facebook, uh, look us up at Mess It Up Podcast on Facebook. And uh, you can send email uh, to bowtieguy at messituppodcast.com or info at messituppodcast.com. And just share the stories of your loved ones. Share pictures. Um, tell us how you celebrate their life. And, um, and bless us with the story of, of your, your family. So what I want to start off with here first, Bev, is um, I want to talk about how we sent Grandma home uh, tonight. Um, I, I guess I want to say just a little bit. I didn't get to talk much in last week's episode about Betty. I just want to take a little bit of time and talk about about her. Um, there were there were two times that really stand out in my relationship with her, and um, they were both big turning point moments in my life. Um, before we got married. Uh, they made a trip out, and not everybody was happy that I was interested in marrying you and that you were interested in marrying me, and, and a lot of people tried to talk either of us out of it and tell us why it was not a good thing. And I remember your mom being there and getting into the car and telling me, I'm happy you're joining the family. And she welcomed me in and let me know that it was okay. Okay that I was there. And when I came home from jail, you know, so many people, when I wrote those letters in jail, so many people never wanted me back in their lives. And and some have slowly come back, but most have not. And I was told by a lot of people, don't show your face around me again. And your mother said, yeah, you're still my guy. You're still my boy. You're still my son. And in so many ways, she was more of a mom to me than, than my own mother was. And she showed me uncertainly how to love. She showed me definitely how to love. Where well, there was no doubt, I don't know the words, but there was just no doubt about how she loved. And I know that you got blessed. I got blessed to see it. Uh, I mean, today, as we record this, it is, uh, it's, March 31st. Tomorrow is our 25th anniversary. And so I've known her for 26, 27 years, maybe almost. You've known her for a lifetime. What what stands out about your mom and love and how she loved? Um, there's so many things that I would need to say. Um, <laughs> and it will be hard to maybe hone those down to a few words. But let me just say that my mom was dependable and stable. Um, 
I was telling her yesterday while she was in and out of uh, sleeping that I was thanking her for a couple of things. One was um, thanking her for leading me to Jesus because she's the one that said to me on a Sunday morning, hey, do you want to go to the altar and ask Jesus to be in your heart? And I can still remember her reaching over and taking me by the hand. And it was like, yes, absolutely I do. And she walked down that aisle with me and knelt down at the altar with me. And um, so that was one. But the other thing I was thanking her for was for always being there when my sister Kay and I needed her Mm -hmm. and uh, we would come home from school and we never had to think that we'd come home to an empty house or um, she'd always have like a snack ready for us and um, I don't know she just made us feel like that we were always the most important people in the world Um, and that's just did she make you feel that way or did she let you know that you were oh yeah she let us know yeah um so uh, I had a conversation with Mother about, well, I think the last time that I was here, which was back in January, and she was telling me that she always wished that everything that she had that was valuable to her, she could give away. She said, I always knew that if I was, uh, you know, had a lot of money, I wouldn't keep any of it for myself. I would just mm-hmm. give it away. Right. And um, I saw her do that. And so many things. Not only did she give stuff away, but she gave herself away. She gave so much of herself and just love. She she had uh, an endless ATM of love yeah. to give to people. There was never there was never any bankruptcy or any no. delinquency or any bounce checks on her love. And you know, I think another quality that she had that is just really rare today and I'm not sure that you can really find this in anybody but God (laughs) and that is the unconditional love yes she wouldn't care I I, I was telling uh, the rest of the family tonight as we were waiting there in her room I said you know I have a feeling that mother had people that she didn't like but she didn't have anybody she didn't love Correct. And um, everybody agreed, you know, so, yeah. yeah. And I just want to say, too, if you're listening to this podcast and um, this is a sad time for you, maybe you're walking through this a similar situation or you've had somebody that has passed on um, and your heart is aching right now for them, um, just know that we really do understand And um, I didn't really believe that God would supply the strength that I needed to walk through this until I needed it. Yeah. And boy, did he show up tonight. So you were asking the question, how did that go tonight, right? Well, I was going to, yeah, I was going to talk about Were you going to talk about, okay, well then I'll I'll let you go ahead and. Well, we can talk together. So we, we had the family gather that was here and um, it's more difficult with the virus um, our family is scattered, but the majority of Betty's family is in the Nashville area. And so uh, my nephew, Tim, and his wife, Ashley, were able to come out and sit with us. Our son, Brad, was able to uh, uh, be here uh, from Texas. And Grandpa was there. And then Kay and her husband, Terry, 
and then Bev and myself, and we we just gathered around Grandma, Mom, Betty, and when we sat with her, and she was she was not able to communicate with anything other than her eyes. Her breathing was extremely shallow, and she was on medication that was making her uh, slower mm-hmm. and able to rest better. But we just wanted to be with her. And we could see those signs that tonight was probably going to be the night. And so we just sat with her and and talked. And then at some point, uh, I believe it was Tim, mm-hmm. said, let's sing some songs. Yeah. Or, no, I believe Kay. Kay asked Ashley to sing a song. And so Tim pulled out his phone. And we started just finding some of the old hymns that Grandma loves so well. And mm-hmm. she, Grandma played piano. She played vibraharp. Uh, her and the girls would sing together in church. And so we found songs and we went through some. And as we were going through songs, um, we kept on putting songs off and, oh, this one and that one. And and I said, well, I'd like to do How Great Thou Art because that was a special song for my grandmother and that it's always held a, a special spot in my heart and is my favorite hymn. And so I wanted to sing that for Betty because I knew she'd know it. And we did a couple before that, and then we started singing it. And when we did, uh, it, it was the one I think that we all knew the most. Mm-hmm. And so our voices got louder. When we first started, we were singing a little bit soft. And this one, we were we were praising Jesus yes. and singing loud. And Tim motioned to us that her eyes were open, and she was looking up. And as we finished the song, she just she began to fade out. And she went home and we sent her off from our band of glory into heavenly choir of angels singing even more amazingly. And I just, I started singing after that. I can only imagine as she uh, breathed her final breaths and I, I I can't, I, I can just imagine how amazing it is for her right now to to run without those knee replacements and to hug Jesus and to see her sister and her mother and father. And uh, so the, the song that I chose for the song of the week this week is How Great Thou Art. And I'm going to give you the Carrie Underwood version of it. Uh, there's so many out there. It's such a great song. But give this a little listen. We'll be back on the other side to talk a little bit more about a life well lived. But for right now, this is Carrie Underwood with How Great Thou Art. Then sings my soul, my Savior God to you. How great thou art, how great thou art. Then sings my soul, my Savior God to thee. 
beautiful version of that song, and um, it's just such a beautiful song, and it's such a great way to send Betty home. Um, it 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 struck me as I we were doing this. All right, how is this going to be? Recording a podcast after, I mean, Betty is seriously. I mean, I love my wife the most, and my kids. Betty's right there. I mean, she was such a rock and such a hero for me. And it's so odd to be joyful. But I think because we know where she is, Mm -hmm. we know the joy Mm -hmm. that she lives in and the pain and suffering that she doesn't live under anymore. Right. That it's just, like I said, it's sad for us here right now, but it's joyful for her. I'm just so happy for it's like when you hear that your friend wins the lottery and it's just like yes good job that's so awesome or when i was in prison in jail that you know someone going home was a great thing it's like yeah i wish it was me but yeah you're going home that's awesome and and betty went home tonight yeah i uh i think the lesson that i well it's not a lesson what i experienced over these last Oh, four months, because I've been coming to Nashville now. I think I've been out here four times in the last, what, eight months or something. Yeah. I, I don't know. Yeah, I've been out here a lot. Um, but anyway, my mom, it wasn't that she was afraid to die, but my mom in her timid, unassuming um never quite thinking that she might be deserving of all the amazing, wonderful things in life that, you know, God had for her. I've watched as she transitioned from that, almost uh, dreading it, to becoming resigned to it because she knew she had to, to welcoming it. And um, that was a beautiful thing because for people like me who almost always have struggled with a fear of, of what's going to happen to me when I die and mm-hmm. how's this all going to be, uh, and it carried that from the time I was really, really young. And now going through this two times with your dad when he passed and then now my mom, I see that. I've never worshipped like I worshipped tonight. Yes. I never, I never, I never really saw God as my father, and now I see Him as my daddy, daddy. my my yeah. daddy, my papa, father. Um, because I experienced that. I I felt Him walk into the room. I, I felt the ceiling just open up, and and then she was gone, but she was still there. Yeah. And when she left, it was like the presence of the Lord filled that room so well. Yeah. And and I saw that my dad, who was dreading this. I mean, you don't get married seventy two years and and not dread that day. And he's just laughing and rejoicing and saying, thank you, God, 
I mean, where do you ever see that? Yeah. Um, so, yeah, yeah it's good. It, it, it's, it, it was a celebration, and it still is because yeah. of the joy, that, that hope that we have. Yes. That for some people, that, that death is seen as the end of everything. Yes. And for us, we know that this is the the beginning of so much more and so just a, a better better thing and we're just so super happy that she's able to participate in that you know homecoming yes. you know it's homecoming yes yeah she's the homecoming queen yes yes and, yes uh, who'd ever thunk this little girl from indiana yes. who wasn't allowed to dance yes uh, you know we we joked that at at our son's wedding my father had the, uh, the <laughs> DJ play a polka because uh, of our Ukrainian background, and he picked up Betty, and Betty didn't <laughs> dance, and he picked her up, and he said, we're going to go polka, and she was too short to say no, because when he picked her up, her feet did not touch the ground, <laughs> and he's just spinning she around, like and, a rag doll. and so I, I said, yeah, when she gets up there, they're going to be doing a polka, and she's going to be able to dance this time, Yes, uh, yes. because she'll know that yes, it's okay. Yes. So, so we're celebrating Yes. Even though we're sad yes. and we will grieve, but we'll grieve with joy. And um, I just, I want to know, you know, the, our question is, what's the message? And and what would Betty's message be for listeners now, Bev, if, if you thought, I mean, and you know your mother, um, what, what would she want people to get out of this? Because she wouldn't want us to be sad. I mean, our family is so codependent. You got oh, the, my the, land. The, the rock of the family. <laughs> there's two rocks. There's there's grandpa and there's grandma. There's yeah. Wayne and Betty. And, and, yeah. and one of them has just now transitioned into heaven. And we're all crying and, yes. and apologizing. I'm sorry. Sorry yeah. I'm crying. I'm yes. Crying. And so so what would her what would her message be though? I think it's the same message that she asked me when she reached over and took my hand, do you want to know Jesus today? And um, she wanted everybody to know her Jesus. And she wanted everybody to know that um, she loved everyone, but God loved them more. And so I think she would just be asking maybe you to think about, um, am I questioning life am I are there just doubts that I have about who I am what I'm supposed to be doing what's my purpose here how do I live out this life what's going to happen to me when I die um, am I really fulfilled in life and so I think she would if she was sitting right here with us she'd be saying get to know Jesus Get to know Jesus. Step out on a limb. Take a chance and and ask him into your life. Yeah. Um, she's the one that told me that it was like a door. And we're on one side of the door and Jesus is on the other side of the door knocking. And he won't barge in. We have to open the door to allow him in. And I remember picturing that as a very young child and that he will come in. Yeah. So if there's anybody out there that has that doubt, it's as simple as just saying, I believe, I accept. Um, thank you, Jesus, for dying for me and help me to live my life for you. Yeah. And if you make that decision, please 
tell someone about it, to, you know, a local pastor or a mentor that you might have or your mom uh, or dad, or if you don't feel like you have anyone you could share it with, put it on our Facebook page or send us an email and just let us know who you are so we can pray for you, we can pray with you and we can come beside you and, and welcome to the family uh, because it's beautiful, it's a beautiful thing. And uh, I'm just so blessed to have known Betty. And I know uh, I've gotten a lot of feedback from last week's show that a lot of people were really blessed hearing her story and I'm, I'm hoping that you'll be blessed from this story. And people asked me as, as they knew that Betty was passing, said, what can I do? And I said, here's what I want you to do. I want you to listen to her story. I want you to go on the podcast and listen to the story. And if you've just listened to this story, I want you to, to share it with someone. You've, you've spent the last 23, 24, five minutes with us. You didn't turn it off. Share this with someone. Put it on your Facebook page or on Twitter or Instagram or everywhere. Go write it on a wall when they open up the restaurants again. Let people know, hey, listen to this. Here's some hope. Here's some joy. Here's some some love and and bring that to people you know just spread the word please write us a review on itunes or wherever you're listening to this maybe think about giving us a a sponsorship with our patreon uh and uh, you can honor the memory of a loved one that way and we want to hear your stories so write to us at info at mess it up podcast.com with your stories and Bev, you had something else you wanted to say? Yes, I did. I didn't, I didn't want to interrupt you in the middle of that, but um, it is so super trite. I, I almost hesitate to even say this, but everybody says, you know, I, I can pick up my phone and probably right now uh, scan through Facebook or whatever, and it's going to say in there, um, life is short, you know, and while you have the chance, tell every, everybody in your family or in your friends, your loved ones, how much you love them. And um, I just want to say that really is true. It's not just trite. It really is that uh, there's a lot of hurting people out there. And you can help somebody just by simply saying, I love you. I care about you. Uh, you're not alone. Right. And and I I will never forget that about my mom, and I always want to be careful to let people know how much I love them. So. Yeah, it's um, it's super super important to let people know that you love them and that they are loved, and uh, I want to share that. And it goes because people are willing to to share of themselves to to let that story. Um, be told. And uh, the story that you were supposed to have heard today is the story from uh, Rodney and Jennifer. And uh, I'm going to work on getting that story for you for next week. So I, I want you to come back next week and listen, because this is a great story about a little little boy uh, that will just warm your heart. It was just fantastic. Um, thank you so much for this outlet for me and for other people. Yes. And for uh, me too. This... Th your story counts too. Uh, I need your story. People need to hear it. So please keep listening. Please keep sharing. Uh, please consider sponsoring us on Patreon so we can keep this thing going and, and make it better. And um, say a prayer for someone. Tell someone you love them. And um, 
I love you, Betty Keegan. Uh, you're my hero. Yes. We'll see you next time we mess it up. Thanks for checking out the Mess It Up podcast. If you've got any questions or feedback, please email info at messituppodcast.com. Don't forget to share with your friends, and we'll see you next time we mess it up. Mess It Up.